0: cold open, everybody, cold open, hot news, cold open, Rancho, Before the show, I offered to make you a cup of coffee, but you insisted on going to Dunkin' Donuts. That's correct. Is there any particular reason that you wanted like that Dunkin' Donuts coffee over the delicious coffee I could have made you? Well,
1: because they sell these small wake-up wraps made of turkey sausage, and I did not just want the coffee. I also wanted the turkey wraps, and also that is iced coffee.
0: Okay, well, I could have made coffee and put ice in it.
1: Yeah, but that's what every mom says. It's not the same shit. What like, oh, we got that? iced coffee at home. Like, no, it's not the same. Iced coffee is not just coffee with ice in it, okay? It's brewed stronger, so when you put the ice in it and the water dilutes the flavor, it's different, all right? We don't know. You don't have the capability. I know you have ice and coffee, I but do. you don't have iced coffee. They're the. It's the
0: same exact... It's not. Look, the reason I thought you wanted the Duggan Donuts coffee... I know that it has a particular effect on you that you find quite pleasant.
1: Oh yes, yeah. Splenda makes me go to the bathroom, love it. If listener, if you've ever got uh, constipation, you gotta head on over to Dunkin' Donuts and get the largest coffee with a bunch of Splenda in it. Great for if you have IBS, just awesome.
0: There's something about Rancha where if, she, if she's like, I'm feeling a little bit fat today, she'll go down to Dunkin' Donuts and then she'll just let Dunkin' Donuts magic, just take over her bowels.
1: Yeah, that's right. If you have to fit in a new dress, I recommend going to Dunkin' Donuts, getting one of these. I think it has no calories if you don't get any milk in it. Just suck it down you'll be good to go. It's like that thing that they sell at CVS. I think it's called 24 or 48 hour Hollywood diet. It's just a, you drink like a, one cup of juice every hour for eight hours and then you're a dress size smaller later. 10 out of 10 would recommend.
0: Okay. It's
1: easier to access than that, that drugs celebrities are taking for diabetes. I think Nico was telling me about it. Uh, There's a drug that you're supposed to take for diabetes or pre-diabetes or something, but celebrities are all buying it and stealing it and eating it because it makes you lose weight to like a motherfucker.
0: Okay, I'm looking this up because yeah. I listened to the new Dark Side Jills today. And look, Listen, you should already have already had it by now. I did not hear anything about this drug. Yeah. I've heard her talk about something called adrenochrome, but not this. Oh,
1: that's the one that the pedophiles put in their that's skin? That's the one
0: that the pedophiles put, yes, exactly. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, I'm not talking about adrenochrome. Uh, there's a drug that uh, you use, you now used to treat diabetes, but one of the side effects is that it causes really, really rapid weight loss, and now all the celebrities are just eating it. (laughs) All
0: right. I'm going to look it up. Do it. The Daily Mail is talking about this, which I don't trust. And the New York Post is talking about this, which I trust a little bit more because they're funny, but I don't trust. But also Vogue and People and Vanity Fair and HealthNewsHub.org. Everybody's talking about this thing called Ozampic. Yeah, that's it. What the? Okay, I gotta see what this is. Oh, variety.com. Meet Hollywood's pricey new weight loss drug.
1: It's not a weight loss drug, it's for diabetes. (laughs)
0: Last week's Emmy Awards saw big winners gush with gratitude over their agents, managers, and audiences. But there was one notable benefactor to many stars that went unthanked, the injectable drug semaglutide, whose brand name is Ozambic. The drug is an insulin regulator for the pre-diabetic made by the Danish pharma juggernaut Novo Nordisk, whose primary side effect is dramatic weight loss and a raise of two points in your hotness number.
1: Damn, I see. I want some of that injectables, but now it's like a million dollars because all the celebrities are fucking drinking it like virgin baby blood.
0: Now, is this the part of the podcast where like I should look up the side effects of Ozampic? We should tell people not to do it. No,
1: do Ozampic, everybody. It was epic. If you can find it, if you could get your sweet hands on it, go ahead, do it.
0: Okay, what about this? If you can find it, we'll buy it off yeah, you. Yeah, we'll buy
1: it off you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you don't need to say, you look great, listener. You look great just the way. And plus, don't you want people to love you for who you are?
1: You just take an injection and then you're skinny. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, we need more of this.
0: More concerning, according to numerous reports, is that an overwhelming demand is leaving those who need the injections to live.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Diabetic people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grappling with a reduced supply. Oh, there's a t- it's a TikTok trend. Everyone's using hashtag journey to show how they went from 98 pounds to 95 pounds.
1: Oh, damn. Okay. Damn it. I blame TikTok for this. I should have known TikTok was behind this.
0: TikTok turned you on to one of the best candies I've eaten in the modern era.
1: Oh, yeah. Those gummy nerds. Listeners, if you don't know what he's talking about, there's a bunch of kids. I saw a bunch of kids making videos about those gummy it's a new candy it's called gummy nerds and they're like spheres of whatever the interior of a nerd's rope is it's like individual pieces of nerds rope you can eat and they're really really good
0: okay the problem with nerds rope is that you look like a real goof carrying it around because you're carrying around three feet of candy there's no way to look cool carrying around three feet but this it's like a sack of like rolled up Bunched up nerds rope, so it's look taffy. Taffy is what we're looking for. It's nerds suspended in hunks of taffy, and it's really good.
1: No, it's not taffy. Taffy is chewy. Taffy sticks to your teeth. These don't stick to your teeth. It's gummies. It's absolutely not taffy. It's not taffy. No. Right. unquestionably no
0: would it be fair to say that gummies are like a taffy no i mean they're both chewy
1: they're two different things you're just making shit up they um, don't even have like, even close to the same consistency
0: they're both candy they're Corre- both chewy
1: well listener you you make this decision if you've ever put either one of those in your mouth go call in and tell stereos how wrong he is What
0: is? why are you immediately pushing back on me just saying that look I feel like gummy is a form of taffy. It's the best form of. That's
1: fucking stupid. It's like you're just making shit up. It's like saying, you know what, Asterios? I think that Star Wars is a form of Minecraft.
0: I mean, people like, have made okay, Star argue Wars in Mine- that. Okay, argue I mean, against people that. People have made Star Wars in Minecraft.
1: Why is Star Wars not DC Comics?
0: I mean, they're both magic. I would
1: argue that Star Wars is a type of DC Comics. Oh, Your mean, response?
0: They, they, you know, they both have magic guys with swords and stuff and monsters. I mean, I think they're similar.
1: Yeah, they are similar. They're so, both fantasy So they settings. are the same thing. I said it's a type
0: Star of Star Trek coffee. is a
1: sty- type of DC Comics, yes. Well, I
0: mean, Star Trek was published by DC Comics a long time yes
1: what do you mean star trek was published
0: the star trek comics were published by dc and marvel and idw and dark horse it doesn't cost a lot of money to get your hands on the star trek the next generation license
1: here's the same level of concession i'll provide you on this argument Then, yes both of those are made with sugar
0: they're both chewy candies that sometimes they can get stuck in your teeth (laughs) <laughs> you ever have like some of those sour gummy worms they'll get caught in your bridge work those are cu- gummy
1: worms yeah those would be much more analogous to what we're talking about
0: I'm just saying gummy is a form of taffy it's
1: not and you're which- fucking so wrong about that
0: which came first do you think
1: <laughs> a beats the shit out of me why you, you care? Really?
0: You you know Taffy came first. And
1: from the left, we see, what is that? Oh my God, what the fuck? What am I seeing running over the hills? Wait, the goalposts are way over there now? What? We're playing over here. Why the fuck are you? The guy's like 300 meters away. Do you see that? Why are you setting them up over there? That's not even where... Come back here.
0: Not It's like the square and rectangle situation. Not all rectangles. Not all squares are rectangles, but all rectangles are squares. Not all gummy, chewy candies are taffy, but all taffies are taffy.
1: (sighs) This is me packing my suitcase to head over to the field over there, because I guess you're going to make me play over here now. (sighs) I got my clothes here. Let's make sure my shoes are tied. All right. Do I have time to change my top? Because I'm wearing this. I didn't know I would be running fucking halfway across God's green earth to get to wherever your fucking point is. Do I have time to go change? Do you think we could pause it down for a sec?
0: I don't know why you are hellbent on the opinion that gummy is not a form of taffy.
1: Okay, let me spin that right back around at you and ask you why the fuck you are so hell bent that it is a form of candy. It
0: just see uh, not a form of candy, a form of taffy, Excuse- and all like- taffies are candy.
1: No, I. The argument was: Is gummy a form of taffy? Yes. And yeah, why are you so hell bent on that? Because it's not. Well,
0: it just seems so logical and reasonable to me.
1: Well, facts don't care about your fucking feelings. Serious. It just
0: seems like it's like they're both chewy. <laughs> they're fu- <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna keep repeating. But all right, fine, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> gummy is taffy perfected. Gummy is the ultimate form of taffy. We started out with taffy, making saltwater taffy in the in the American Southwest, and then eventually we're like, this is too chewy. Could we take this down notch? Yeah,
1: gummy is the perfected form of taffy. Just like just like a like a panini is mm-hmm. the perfected form of a taco.
0: I mean, I think it's the perfect form of a sandwich. It's a
1: perfected form of a taco.
0: Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kodos. With us as always is Sarantia. Hello. We're sorry we weren't on last week. I had a business trip to go My first business trip in like years and years and years.
1: Wow, a real life business. That's a real thing people do. Yes. Business trips.
0: With the corporate card and the room service and the whole, it was so nice. I went to... Milwaukee, Wisconsin, me and 90 other people at my company all met in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to have a big, big business meeting.
1: See, that is so interesting because I think business meeting. I've never actually known anybody in my entire life who has went on a business meeting. This incident, well, not incident, but this time on the calendar was the first time I have ever heard of anybody actually in real life taking a business trip. Like to me, that's something cartoon characters do. So parents are out of the week, out of the house for the weekend, and the teenager can throw a party. What even was is the point? You, I guess you're going to educate me.
0: Oh, I mean, look, the, what is the point? The point is a bunch of people wanted to get away from their families and they were willing to risk COVID to do it. Lit. And God damn it, I was one of them. Lit. I, I was so, so... Okay, most of the people where I work, adults with children. So like... That's 90% of the reason why we're going on this business trip. You could fill in the rest of it. You could be like, oh, it's those water cooler moments that, you know, those face-to-face conversations that you know, those innovations that you only get from those, like, little unexpected meetings in the elevator. Yeah, whatever bullshit that's about. Yeah, Uh Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of the other bullshit you try to. You know, it's great for morale, great for team building, you know. It's it's great for us all to be, you know, in one place and working on the same thing. And, you know, because it's like you see these people all day on Zoom. But it's like, you know, there are real people too Blah, 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 you get it
1: When in actuality, it's like, meanwhile When we did go to the office Were you acting like anything even remotely close To a stereos When interacting with people the fucking Absolutely. The fuck I'm like, oh, you don't You don't really get to know people over the internet Well, let me tell you motherfuckers, you didn't really get to know Sir Andrew at the office ever <laughs> No, no, we're paid to not
0: Be ourselves at work
1: Yeah, and you know what, and you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> And you're welcome for that
0: <laughs> um, I was really torn on this trip to Milwaukee because on one hand, I don't want to leave the house ever. I don't even want to like leave the house to go down the street to the grocery store to get a snack, like, let alone go to Milwaukee, especially because the whole point of Milwaukee is drinking and eating. And those are two things I'm trying real hard not to do.
1: Yeah, oh God, what the fuck else do you do in Milwaukee? Besides eat, have too much beer, and then drink until you forget that you're in Milwaukee.
0: The meeting was at a brewery. If you want to know how much God wanted to fuck with me. I'm just like surrounded by giant tanks of that liquid I miss so, so much. And I don't know if weed is legal in Milwaukee or if it's quote legal in Milwaukee, but Fucking everybody had a goddamn vape pen.
1: Oh, that's so funny.
0: I'm surrounded by like nothing but like beer, potato skins, and weed for four days. And it's just like, oh my God. God, don't you know how hard I'm trying here to stay on the straight and narrow? This is
1: like that time that God made Jesus like walk through the desert or some shit just for shits and gigs. Just to be like, Sigh. see, I knew you could do it. Did you did you feel that. Like you, yeah, you came out stronger. There was something like that. It was like God made somebody walk. 40 miles to the desert, 40 days and 40 nights. And then afterwards, God was like, ah, you see, you're stronger emotionally or something.
0: No, that sounds like something God would do. It doesn't make much sense and it really hurts you.
1: <laughs> Did you feel stronger now that you've no, been oh, No! Ki- are you kidding
0: me? Well, fuck. Because the other thing is, look, I'm around people for the first time in years and I forgot how weird it is to be like, six inches away from a stranger and having them talk into your mouth. Ew. So I went like crazy on the snacks. That's the other thing I forgot about. I forgot that like when there's like a big, they call it an all hands. It's an all hands. When there's a big all hands, like there's catering and they didn't just have like regular ass tortilla chips. They had the ones that, like, they clearly cut up and fried themselves. The ones that look like a 1990s comic book cover, they're so shiny.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: You could blind a plane with these goddamn chips. Just, like, shove it in my mouth. I'm just eating, like, sack of trail mix after sack of trail mix. And then, of course, everybody wants to go out after to get drunk because they're all drinking out of the company card, which is, like, look, I don't blame them. If I could drink on the. Back when I used to be able to drink on an expense account, it was like an Olympic sport. I was like, let me see what weird emergency room I can wake up in.
1: Oh, yeah, of course, because why wouldn't you? Yes. Like you, they give me $50 credit. You bet your sweet ass I'm gonna abuse the shit out of that. Give an inch to take a mile. No, you give an inch to me, I uh, take a fucking uh seven and a half kilometers. You gotta just work that expense account because there's no point, you just lose it. Yes, it's not like it goes to your bank account
0: if you don't. Yes, exactly. And the other thing is when you're with like a senior vice president or a member of the board they have an unlimited expense account. So like going to a bar with them is like jumping through the giant ring and Sonic the Hedgehog. It's just a bonus round. It's like, how much can you drink? And the thing is, if you're the first person to go home, You're kind of a wiener. You know what I mean? You gotta like stay out all night with everybody. Like my boss was out till three in the goddamn morning drinking with people. And I was like, oh my God. I was up until three in the morning in my hotel room being sad and playing Cult of the Lamb on Nintendo Switch. Oh, were you sad because you couldn't drink? Yes, I was sad because I couldn't drink.
1: Oh, poor guy. I'm sorry. But no, you do gotta stay. You gotta stay out because then you have... uh because you got to see who uh, has too much to drink and fucks themselves and you don't want it to be you listener it's a it's a very interesting waltz i'll tell you more about it sometime when i have my own podcast where i just talk about completely inconsequential nonsense that doesn't I bring the show to a grinding halt
0: how is that different than <laughs> our show look I, I, this is what i will say being the only sober person during like the corporate drunk olympics conversation is very easy because people won't stop talking to no at you. Yeah. They'll just tell you like their entire life and all you have to do is like nod and kind of smile.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it, they will tell you their entire fucking life story. You get a few drinks in people, especially, I don't know what it is about uh, corporate normal people, like normies that work at a corporate setting. You get a couple drinks in them, they will just fucking go. They're just chatty, chatty, chatty.
0: And I also found it adorable. Look, my first day there, I'm trying to stick to this nutritionist diet, like I'm talking to the nutritionist again, and she has me eating oatmeal and like so i'm so i bring like a ziploc baggie full of oatmeal i'm like okay i had oatmeal for breakfast i had oatmeal for lunch it's like well i'm not allowed to have three oatmeals a day she specifically told me that so i'm like can i find a piece of they do not know what grilled chicken is in milwaukee
1: oh no i bet they wouldn't dieting in milwaukee that's like that's like fucking walking through it's like having to keep an ice cream cone uh Cold in the middle of hell. Like <laughs> it's like theoretically possible, but now wasn't
0: gonna happen. I went to the Wahlbergers. The Wahlbergers. The Wahbergers? You've never heard of Wahlbergers? No, that's Mark Wahlberg's
1: chain of burger restaurants, right? It's
0: Mark Wahlberg and Donnie Wahlberg and Patrick Wahlberg's <laughs> chain of burger places. And I'm like, okay, it's a fast food place. Sure, they're gonna have grilled chicken. Oh, they did. There was a line out the door on Sunday night at the Wahlburgers. The Wahlburgers was like the most happening spot in Milwaukee.
1: Oh my God, because everybody else, uh, the toilets are all backed up because they're full of people having diarrhea. So they had to close all the restaurants.
0: so they had to close all the restaurants.
1: That's so great. It just really tickled me when you were telling me, oh, I went on this boomer trip. It is, I'm having a similar type of thing. I, I have been trying because I hate boomers so much. I mm-hmm. hate them. I have this, this burning hatred in my soul for boomers and that's not a joke. I don't always joke about it. But then I sat down and looked at myself a while ago and I was like, wow, Sarang, so you really actually unironically fucking hate old people. You need to get this out of your system. So I've been trying to like make an effort to talk to my neighbors who are old people, like chat up people in the grocery store lines. They're just Sad old people. And I was at the post office the other day, and the lady behind me was like, "Can you believe this?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. This place is always the same." And I just sat there and bitched about the post office for something like tw- twenty-two minutes with some random boomer. I was like, "Oh yeah, you say this was nice." I expected a going into boomers are not this monolith of just fucking uh, resource-consuming machines. Sometimes they're kind of nice to interact with.
0: At the very least, they're good at complaining, which you were not. It's like half of our podcast is complaining yeah
1: exactly that's like our vibe we love it <laughs>
0: yeah something i was going to complain to you about on this podcast is all right so i get back to the business trip and i'm like i missed rancho i'm going to take her out on a nice date so i do the thing that you do in new york where like you open up all the apps and you go to all the news sites it's like what's happening i like new york calendar and uh i spent 40 fucking dollars on tickets to this show called Digital Void. Oh my fucking god. Digital Void's 2022 Internet Culture Festival. It's an interactive festival featuring the internet's most critical, funny and engaging thinkers. Bringing together academics, authors, comics, journalists, podcasters, strategists, storytellers, and thinkers to help us celebrate, interrogate, and understand the year in internet culture.
1: You know, now that I'm hearing that repeated back to me, I don't know why I expected this to be funny.
0: No, the thing is, I didn't expect it to be funny at all. I was like, okay, we're going to go, and like some weird PhDs are going to give us their weird opinions on the internet. And I was like, I kind of want to hear that. Like, I want to hear what, like, some crazy, like, LSD kid with his doctorate in computers like thinks about the metaverse like I I like hearing like weirdos and randos just ramble
1: see I do too but I thought it was going to be a different flavor of weirdos and rambos randos rambling like I thought they were going to get a bunch of stand-ups they were like hey we're doing an internet night write like 10 minutes of stand-up about the internet or something and then they'd have a bunch of people come on. I didn't know it was going to be like right in between the middle, the absolute worst median of that, which is people who don't know what they're talking about and also don't know how to make jokes trying to do both and failing fantastically.
0: What they ended up having was like journalists doing stand-up and then stand-ups doing journalism and it was the worst of all possible realities.
1: Yes. Oh my God. listener! I don't know what, what something about those two things it was like mixing, what is it, bleach and ammonia together. Something about journalists and comedy just fucking kills you. It just kills an entire room of people. It's poison gas. Uh,
2: we had some really good news this week. Brittany Griner was released from Russian prison. <laughs> pretty much pretty much everyone was happy about this except for like four republicans (laughs) they were all over tv this week saying i can't believe we released an athlete for a russian arms dealer as if the united states didn't invent arms dealing (laughs) it's so ridiculous arms dealing is the great american pastime all right We surpassed baseball like 20 years ago. We, sorry, I'm trying to refer to my dorky iPad here. Hold on. (laughs) We are Americans. So we eat apple pie, we go to prom, and we deliver M16s to Bolivian insurgents. That is what we do. When it comes to arms dealing, the United States is putting up Michael Jordan flu game numbers. (laughs) <laughs> we are t- averaging a triple double in arms dealing. <laughs> arms dealing is so popular from the United States that ESPN is 1 year away from covering it as a sport, which means we are t- which means we are 2 years away from having <laughs> arms dealing fantasy leagues. <laughs> I can, I can envision it now. At the beginning of every season, you draft which countries you think is going to be dealt the most arms by the United States. There are going to be regular arms-dealing fantasy leagues, and there are going to be arms-dealing fantasy leagues with PPR. <laughs> Not fantasy players in here, okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh,
0: Now, look, there's only so many ways you can say the comedy show is not funny. Yes. But I just wanted to complain about this a little bit because I spent 40 goddamn dollars to go to the show and learn about the Folgersess thing, which I talked about in this show years ago. So it's like, great. I've just spent $20 to hear somebody do my material much worse
1: oh my god that absolutely fucking enrages me like you know what else fucking enrages me is like when you're on google and you find out something about some weird thing like Jodi aries trial and you like want to learn everything about it so you click on like some youtube video that has like a million views like Jodi aries the real story what you don't know and it's all like the wikipedia page yes enrages me absolutely i was like no this is my i already know this i know more than you Get off the stage. I can make better. I know this so well. I can make better jokes than you.
0: And I paid you $20. To leave. This is what they talked about at this Internet Culture Festival. They talked about, what's the name of the lady who got the speed talking record who was on the show with H4N for? Trisha Paytas. There was a Trisha Paytas thing. They talked about that guy that only eats raw meat, who you've mentioned on the show before. The Liver King. The Liver King. You've also mentioned how that guy like feeds his kid like tallow or bone marrow or something. Yeah, he lets
1: the kid suck on the bones instead of giving him a binky. Just suck bone marrow. Yes. Yeah,
0: a guy got up on stage and just read Azalea Banks's tweets. He didn't, like, add jokes to it or commentary to it. He was just like, hey, here's something racist, but also funny that Azalea Banks said.
3: Ending to a really long rant about Kanye. Uh, That ends saying, I can't wait to see you drinking a flat Sprite out of a garbage can in Times Square. You'll be living in the subway with the mole people very soon. You know, honestly, a better fate than what he's doing right now, but... Uh, I think that, uh, you know, the the few examples I'll give next, you know, a little bit of a warning, some um, anti-Irish racism in the the post. She doesn't like Irish people. I love Irish people, you know. Um, She's not a fan. You know, the first one from her is, uh, because most of y'all can't talk or write, your lot are a bunch of prideful, inbred leprechauns who have zero global influence and zero white privilege. <laughs> the rest of the world's white folk don't want to associate with you lot at all, and it's because you're barbarians. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's heavy stuff. Um, I don't know about all that. I mean, I think Irish people have some wins. You know, the IRA almost got you know a few people in the um, in the British government. Um, but let's see what else she has to say about irish people
1: yeah listeners and let me tell you that was my favorite part of the night azalea bank's comedy genius she's so fucking funny i wish she would use her powers for good instead of evil I like it. The Yeah, the listener, the guy goes up there. He shows Azalea Banks. If you didn't know, she went on this whole rant about Irish people once on Facebook about how like Irish people are dirty and even other white people don't want to be associated with them because they're dirty drunks and they're uh, genetically inferior or something, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there. And the guy's like, I was like, ha, Azalea Banks, Irish people, do Zayn from one direction now. Now that we're all laughing about Azalea Banks stuff, what'd she what think about her friends in the Muslim community?
0: <laughs> oh, you're saying do Azalea Banks' opinions on Zayn from one direction. Yeah. Negative, I hear. <laughs> Quite. Okay. Now, look, I'm not bringing this up. Okay, I'm bringing up a little bit to bust on this guy for not adding anything to this. But also, you know who else taught me everything about Azalea Banks? Fucking Sorrentia, Sorrentia Rogers, you've taught me everything <laughs> about Azalea. I already knew I know about Azalea Banks. I know she got kicked out of Elon Musk's thing, and I know that she skinned her cat and ate her cat or whatever. Yeah, those are all things that she did. Yep. I want my forty dollars back. Is <laughs> yeah, what? what I'm saying.
1: I can't fucking believe a dude got up there talked about Azalea Banks and didn't cover her eating her cat on Instagram Live.
0: <laughs> it was a very like that
1: girl that got up there was like, now I'm gonna try. Try to make this funny, but my things about Amber Heard, I was like, oh, no, I'm triggered. I have to leave right now. We <laughs> Listen to a, a, a journalist try to make the Amber Heard thing funny. Like, no, this is this is really triggering me. I need to leave.
0: No, that wasn't a journalist. That was a stand up.
4: Oh, even better. <laughs> The celebrities, who are openly still supporting Depp even after all this evidence against them, I think they're on some clown shit. So if it's okay with you guys, I'm gonna do a rapid fire roast of them.
2: Does that sound good with you
4: guys? Okay, Jennifer Aniston, Lucy Hale, and Ashley Benson, basically actors who haven't been relevant since the mid-2000s, okay? I don't know why you fools came out of the woodwork to harass a victim of domestic abuse instead of, I don't know, booking an acting gig and cashing a check from this decade. (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis, who I'm pretty sure popped out of the womb as a 65-year-old. Do you really have a single Do you really have a single leg to stand on when the highlight of your career has been being a spokesperson for yogurt that helps old people poop better? <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter, Car- sorry, Helena Bonham Carter, who looks like she took up acting because her initial career desire of being a funeral director didn't pan through. <laughs> KJ Apa, I'm not trusting the judgment of a guy who stayed on Riverdale of his own accord for five seasons. Okay, that's just me. Sia, I know you're not trash-talking Amber Heard when you have grooming allegations against you for being obsessed with an 11-year-old child. Does anyone know that story? That's right, that's right. Don't air out other people's laundry if you don't want me to air out your laundry is all I'm saying. We have Olivia J. Giannulli, that's right, the girl whose mom was on Full House and went to jail for buying her admission into USC. Worry less about ridiculing domestic violence survivors and more about studying for your SATs, babe. Oh, no, no, sorry. SATs are the thing poor people take to actually get into college when they, weren't, they don't have a washed up actress mother and weren't born into a 90s nostalgia empire of wealth. That's right, I went there.
0: So that was my Saturday night back from Milwaukee. I was taking Rancho all the way into the fucking city, all the way to the asshole of Manhattan to go see a bunch of other liberals lecture me and like, that's my job, okay. I'm the liberal that lectures you without adding any jokes to it, okay? Let's not get this twisted. Uh, It'll be like me paying to look in a mirror.
1: It, I guess, it is partially my fault, listener, because I did assume we were going to a comedy venue. I assumed we were not a, a shitty bar in a basement. Like, yeah, that seems like the height of academic uh, institution, the ivory tower of the theater that's fucking full of rats in the basement of New York
0: city i just wanted to see a bunch of drugged up 22 year olds with weird tattoos screaming about the internet not vaped up 30 year olds talking about the internet that's my whole life i'm not interested in that
1: right if i want to see that i'll just give you a vape
0: thank you i would love oh you got those nice face while we were in this okay one good thing happened to us in the city. You got those nice vapes.
1: Yes, I did get those nice vapes. I was talking to uh, uh, one of my friends. is originally from New York, and she went back to visit her parents. And I was talking about. I was like, "Yeah, I see the legal dispensary. It's, the dispensaries are opening soon." And she was like, "Well, I don't know about that, but like seven places just opened on my block individually. So apparently, the uh, you know the place that got busted yes. around us. Apparently, yeah. that's a that's a very common thing. But yes, I went to this uh, lovely little puffin' I think it was called Booze and Puff or something. It was in the middle of Manhattan. They asked the gentleman. I said, hello, sir. I'd like some of your finest THC, please. And he pulled out some carts from under the table and said, these don't taste like metal, I don't think. I was like, well, that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm about to put in my body does not taste like metal. I'll take two of them. What a salesman. He also gave me a punch card. The plug has figured out loyalty programs. Uh, I got two punches because I bought two vapes. Uh, I showed it to my friend. And she said, what do you get when you get all 10? And I was like, well, the thing says free. And she said, well, doesn't he sell like a ton of stuff in that store? What do you get for free? And I was like, well, you know, I don't think he really thought this the whole way through. The terms and conditions probably come later. But we, we at the Lattice Podcast support that entrepreneurial spirit. I
0: like that guy. That guy had a lot of great ideas and a lot of face tattoos. A I'm into that guy.
1: Quite a bit of face tattoos also. And you know what? He always seemed like he knew what he was doing like he had his persona and he was sticking with it like yeah he was the drugged up boozy guy uh, with the face tattoos by the counter that's just his deal and you know what respect the shit out of you, man.
0: How did those vapes taste uh, you know because it's like you bought like under the counter vapes from a guy who is not legally authorized to sell vapes yet so uh, how those vapes treat
1: you? Oh they're amazing I really, really trust that guy I'll probably return there not just because the loyalty program is funny as fuck having a lo- the, the, the plug having a fucking Macy's Rewards Guard. that's funny as fuck Pretty but good. also because it was really good i want to go get that strawberry sativa one right now it was so good oh my fucking god a thrift store slash dispensary yeah. wow i've never heard of target audience reached yes i'm ready
0: it's gonna be because there's like no one wants to try and close you feel fat you feel fat you don't want to try and close you're high as hell now you're feeling loose Now you're willing to try on some, like, weird old 70s polyester bullshit.
1: Exactly, yes. And you know what? You get high as fuck before you go shopping. You're probably going to bring tons of weird shit home. Especially (laughs) a thrift store. You can't return shit to a thrift store. And all the money helps the homeless. So everybody wins. Literally everybody wins. This is the best way. Like, tax, you know, people are always saying, yeah, I should have drugs. Tax the shit out of it. This is perfect. We should have drugs. (gasps) We should put them in libraries. You know how they're always bitching about, like, oh, we got to save libraries? Make it. So I would love to see some, like, bullshit state where we don't really have much at stake like illinois wyoming wyoming north dakota or something just like fuck around and find out let's find out let's see if we just made weed sales legal at libraries Like, we add a dispensary division to all public libraries. Like, I
0: would love to see the increase in revenue. I bet it would be more than 100%. They get so high they can't walk, so they got to sit in that, like, little plastic kid's chair and just uh, just start reading The Grapes of Wrath. Oh, my God. And we we could partner. The government could partner with
1: influencers from whatever, like, because I'm sure a bunch of weed companies are going to be, like, chomping at the bit. Trying to beat the shit out of one another to be like the library's distributor, so they'll be undercutting one another, and then they take that savings and they partner with influencers, and the influencers tell us what their favorite book to read while high is.
0: This okay. This is perfect. This is, and plus. Is there anyone who can like control a bunch of rowdy assholes better than a librarian?
1: Right, they're mean as fuck. They're so mean,
0: like they when they shush you, you feel it in your fucking soul.
1: Right, yeah. listeners, this is what average working in advertising is like. By the way, yeah, it's no, just this, this. It's
0: just this. This is it's coming up with a crazy idea, pitching someone else, they pitch to someone, then nothing happens, but we get paid eventually.
1: Well, we're having a good time. Yeah, we're just exploring their, our, our imaginations right now.
0: <laughs> the last thing I want to say about New York weed is uh, when we went home for Thanksgiving your dad was talking about your, like Rancho's dad was like oh my here in New York City like on Fo- I heard on Fox News like they're giving money to drug dealers to open up drug weed stores can you believe that's crazy shit they're up to in New York City and uh, Rancho didn't believe that was true because most of what your father says is like kind of nonsense that they're like half skimmed on Facebook
1: right exactly
0: no this time he was right
1: We're actually giving money to weed, to open weed?
0: New York City has like a $20 million fund to give ex-criminals a bunch of money so they can open up weed storefronts.
1: You're talking about weed criminals, right? Yes, exactly. So specifically weed criminals are getting specific weed criminal money.
0: Yes. uh, Like former drug dealers and former people who are like caught like, you know, for drugs They can't like get loans and it's hard for them to like, you know, like rent property because of their criminal record. But at the same time, it's kind of like shitty to like arrest these guys last year and then like give Marlboro a bunch of storefronts this year. It's like, wait a minute, like what the hell happened here? So what New York City did was they took a bunch of our tax money, $20 million of it, and they're helping drug dealers rent stores so they can like legally sell weed and I think it's pretty cool A your dad was right B I'm glad he's right this is great
1: yeah you know what number one didn't know that number two based based as fuck 20 million dollars I can't think of a better use of 20 million dollars than opening a bunch of weed stores honestly like seriously think about it i think if we if new york instituted an initiative that just replaced bars with weed stores everywhere half of the fucking problems of this goddamn city would be solved oh my
0: god yeah we would create more jazz for people because the thing is you have to be hot if you want to be like a waitress or a waiter or a bartender like being like a fucked up looking freak as a butt tender, that's cool. That's that normal. guy, That guy knows his week. That guy that had all his face tattoos, I trusted him implicitly. A- and he, you know what? He gave me the good shit. That was really good stuff. <laughs> it also helped that there was like a girl who was clearly like so high she was about to throw up who had just walked out of the store holding a bunch of stizzies. Yeah,
1: she looked not okay. I do remember. I'm remembering that girl now. Yeah. And that's what you look for, listener. That's what you look for from a place to buy weed.
0: Yeah. All right, so coming up soon, uh, by in January, these, like, the legal, 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 actually legal weed stores are finally going to be open.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, and we'll be right back after this with more of The Loudest Podcast. <laughs>
1: The day that I introduce my college friends to my outside of college friends, like ones I met during the course of work and anything besides college, it's going to be that's the first day they're going to meet each other is my bachelorette party. And I'm going to have it give them both talks. (laughs) <laughs> so, like uh my college friends like racism no slurs the slurs you say for black people yes i know you're referring to yourself no the slurs that you say for hispanic people yes i know you're referring to yourself absolutely not
0: you sure know a lot of people that just casually use slurs <laughs>
1: very much so and when we were on the cruise uh she was saying it very loudly to and i was like you need to lower you you're at like an eight i'm gonna need <laughs> you to take it to like a three like i get i know i know i'm not telling you stop saying it i'm just saying that like and not everybody here knows that's
0: your word <laughs> that's a that's a good point yeah. well look so so but this year rancho just kind of, out of nowhere she was like oh, why don't we do thanksgiving in my house this year uh, sarange's mom kept bringing out salted candied cashews and almonds in this little bowl it was so great just the moment i start reaching in the moment it's just like a tiny bit difficult to to reach any of the salted candied cashews boom she fills the thing back up again like santa with these cashews
1: right she was on the edge of her seat because she was anxious because uh she probably knows that i told you there was gonna be no food there so she's like see there's food there's nuts in this can? What do you mean? There's no food? There's constantly food in that bowl. Peanuts? Those are food.
0: There wasn't just food. There was really good food. Oh yeah, there was. Rancho's mom like texted Rancho and was like, "What kind of desserts does Asterios like?" And I know what that means. When a mom asks a question, you have to give them an answer. You can't just be like, "Oh, anything's fine." Oh, he doesn't need it. Blah blah. blah. It's like, no, no, no. A fire has been lit in mom's mind and it will only be doused by like a consumer good she can go out and purchase to like check off this like invisible to-do list box in her brain.
1: Exactly, yes.
0: So I said, I love brownies and cookies. And wouldn't you know it, really, really chewy, soft, good cookies. None of those crunchy, crispy chips-ahoy bullshit. And your mom also had ice cream so in the middle of the night i woke up and i made ice cream cookie sandwiches just for me
1: oh did you really yeah how was it
0: really goddamn good her mom bought all this stuff at costco and a lot of people would probably be like oh costco <laughs> no we didn't have a costco where i grew up so i'm eating like this costco ice cream and these costco cookies and there was a giant like it blotted out the sun rancher's mom bought like a giant Costco pumpkin pie. Oh, it was huge. It was like the size of a sundial. (laughs) Yes, it was. So I took a piece of that pumpkin pie, put it at the bottom of a bowl, cookie ice cream cookie ate that at four in the morning it was pretty goddamn good oh
1: that's what thanksgiving's for is just being an absolute animal like that's what listener that's what we did that's our happy little small family that's what we did over thanksgiving is we just stuffed our absolute goddamn face with stuffing made from bread not that fucking stovetop shit uh my dad mixed
0: what chorizo in and made you eat it your dad made like a pork steak stuffing and you know, listeners might be like, "Well, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's not stuffing. Like, it's not. It's not. No, it's not the ingredients and
1: in stuffing either.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? I brought B- bubkus. I brought bull <laughs> fucking shit to this thing. No, look, I brought a card. I brought flowers. And I brought, you know what? Because my mom and dad, before I left their house, they were like. You better not show up with your arm swinging.
1: Oh my God, is that why?
0: Apparently that's an old Trinidadian phrase where it's like you do not show up with your arm swinging. You show up and you give them something nice. So I bought your mom like... Did she tell you how much was on that Starbucks gift card?
4: No, I didn't.
0: A ridiculous amount. I want her to go to that Starbucks, ring the thing up, and then go, there must be some mistake.
1: How many coffees did you get her, serious?
0: So many goddamn coffees. Your mom... Is in Starbucks for the rest of next year. I'm telling you right now, that's how hard it was working to impress your mom.
1: I'm really, really proud of you. Let me tell you, it worked. And listen, because getting to know parents is always difficult because boomers do. It's like that don't show up with your arms swaying thing. Boomers always have these weird, stupid little things in their brain that are really super important to them, but like nobody else in the world. And it's so fun because it's always just a roll of the dice like, what is this mom going to be violently offended by? Come on, shoes on the carpet. (laughs) Like, what? this mom going to be really offended by Oh, come on. Oh, started eating food before everybody was sitting at the table. Like those dumb, stupid things. Well, You navigated it absolutely perfectly. You did a great job. I kind of, I scooped in there and I saved you a little bit there because one of my mom's stupid dice roll thing is when somebody comes over and doesn't like make the bed. Afterwards so I made I made the bed. So oh got, Thank God. You got points for it. But I there was see literally no way for you No, I know what you're thinking, Saraja. How the fuck would you ever know that? It's not like anybody told you to make the bed. Well, fuck you. <laughs> yes, but no, you did a great job. Everybody loves you and they can't wait to have you back next year.
0: My mom's thing is she wants to see that you made the bed. But then she will unmake the bed and make it the right way. Because
1: you did it wrong. Because you yeah. did it wrong.
0: But if you didn't even try to make the bed, you're in super trouble.
1: Right, because that means you didn't even try. Yeah,
0: exactly. The turkey was great. The Your, mom stu- your mom's stuffing was great. And then she, you made that really great mac and cheese. Yeah, I did. And, that, and then how are the Thanksgiving sandwiches? Because I know you're a big fan of like the... Post Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving in a sandwich.
1: Oh, just 10 out of 10 this year, Joan. Amazing. Yeah. Just l- absolutely love the love the d- gravy this year. Just great. 10 out of 10 Thanksgiving sandwiches. All right.
0: All Make right.
1: them with those King's Hawaiian rolls. They're like mini sandwiches and they're so
0: good. The last thing that we did before I went to sleep, because I ate too much, obviously, yeah. was um, we watched the dog show. We watched the, there's like a, there's, it's not the Westminster dog show, it's the Purina dog show or something. And I'm always like, oh, that's weird. I'm going to put on a dog show on Thanksgiving. I'm put on a dog show on Thanksgiving. No. It's because it gives everybody something to talk about. We can all agree on dogs. They're great. Big dogs, little dogs, medium dogs. They do a thing at this dog show where they're like, we're going to show you how well behaved these dogs are. They show the dog a treat, okay? They show the dog a treat. And then they throw the treat. And the dog gotta not go chasing the tree
1: and you can fucking see it in their eyes how stressful this is for them like they're fight, they're sitting there shaking because they're fighting every biological impulse to run after the food and eat it immediately
0: why wouldn't you what are you doing torturing (laughs) this dog with like a little snossage thing like what are you trying to prove about this it's like Hey, Purina people! I've successfully mind broken this dog.
1: Yeah, it's like what do we look for in dog shows? Healthy coat, healthy gums, understands the concept of delayed gratification. <laughs> so fucking, weird. you gotta re- mind fuck your dog.
0: <laughs> I have re- I have essentially formatted this dog's hard drive. <laughs> this dog is no longer. I've br- I've reduced this dog to an alpha state i
1: downloaded human hardware on the dog, or human software on the dog hardware.
0: (laughs) So fucking weird. But yeah, we're all sitting around and we're all talking about which dogs are the cutest and which dogs are the least cute. And it was like, wow. And it was two hours long. It was like, I could talk about dogs for two hours with a bunch of strangers. I love doing this.
1: Perfectly non-inflammatory family activity. It was great. It was ideal. Yeah.
0: And then when football started, I went to sleep. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I have nothing to add. <laughs> That's okay. In the football conversation, I don't. I would have just humored it. Although, you know what I did before I left? I found the football game and I put it on for everybody else. I'm proud of you. Then I went to bed. All right. Well, speaking going, we'll be right back after this with more of the loudest Podcast. And speaking of ending the show, that's it for the loudest podcast this week. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed talking into, talking at you for about an hour. Rancher, you got anything to say? Just bye, listener, and we will see you next week. Yeah, well, let's give them the voicemail real quick. Yeah, okay. call in. Yeah, you want to call, you want to leave us a voicemail, you call 848-863-5343, or you just record a little voicemail on your phone, email it to the loudestpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Talk to you later.
1: Bye.